Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Tome Travelers, a fantasy science fiction book club podcast. And it is a new month, and so it is a new book. And this book, we are reading Red Rising. Uh, this episode, we are going to be reading all of part one of Red Rising. Normally, we only do like a couple chapters, but Dylan had read this before, and he was like, all of part one. So we were like, bet. It wasn't um, very so long either. Really no, it's like, it's like 48 pages, something like that. It's not um, bad at all. Um, and the way the book's like structured, it's like in like, I think four parts and did chapters in different parts. So like when we do this next part, we'll have to do like part something, chapter something. And it, it got, it could get a little confusing. <laughs> but, but we'll figure it out. Um, but before we get into all those spoilers and things like that, a couple quick announcements. First announcement, whoop-de-doo, it's a big day. Our Patreon is out live now with 11 bonus episodes. I know we said 12 previously, but I think we're, we're ending up shrinking them down um, because we realized the sequel books don't necessarily need that starter episode. Um, so we have six episodes of Rhythm of War, three episodes of Before They Are Hanged, and two episodes of Last Argument of Kings. So you can go check those out on our Patreon today. As of the release of this episode, all of them are up. That's crazy. Who you know that's doing what we're doing right now? Um, also, like if you're a Patreon, you get some special stuff. We'll put your name at the end of our videos. Um, you'll get a special Discord role in our Discord um, and fun things like that. When uh, we get that set up, that is not immediately, but the, it, it's coming. coming. It's coming. These things are coming. We're very new to this whole thing. Yes, but um, the content will be there. Yeah content all there uh before we jump in though we've got our fantasy question Whitson, hit us with it <laughs> so what sci-fi fantasy messiah would you follow so any chosen one uh any religious figurehead all right i can take it i've got mine yeah go for it paul atreides please that's hatterack my boy why Boy, anything wanna... specific without spoilers uh fear is the mind killer uh, i love that book the philosophy of that book is awesome fair enough love it love it love it i again i haven't finished dune but hopefully we'll be reading it very soon on the podcast so i'm excited for it my answer you asked this question and i immediately had a great thought kelsier kelsier Okay. Granted, I've only read the first one, so no spoilers, but Kelsier definitely became a chosen one-esque religious <clears throat> figurehead at the end. No spoilers for those who haven't read it, because that did kind of flip my world across, or upside down, um, after the first book so of Mistborn. Dylan was struggling with this. Yeah, I honestly have no clue. It's like, <laughs> I can't just like immediately think of someone that's like that I would be okay with all of their uh, agendas. So it's like, do I pick someone I can manipulate? Or... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really have no clue. <laughs> um, all right, we're just throwing them in the dragon's train then. You get to go with Randall Thor. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I was I was like sitting here trying to think like who's somebody like I would be okay 
with being behind, but it's like, especially after reading their, their stories and, you know, like all their thought processes, it's like, probably not people I should be following, you know? <laughs> I can see you following Gandalf. I wouldn't say Gandalf's a, a chosen one or a chosen messiah. One. Well, I mean, he's like a religious figure in the. That's fair, actually. He's he is like an angel, world. basically. Yeah. 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 I mean, fuck it, I'll I'll hang out with Gandalf. Yeah, Sir Ian McKellen, bro. <laughs> Just you and him chilling. That'd be lit. All right. Yeah. Um, everyone, listen up. We really need your help with fantasy questions. So, if you could just leave a comment. Did we the, announce the, the super fight thing last episode? Th- I think so. I No, I don't think we announced it. We're thinking about okay. changing it up because we don't really know anymore. So, we're having these ideas of doing, like, fantasy battles. But we're worried about spoilers in those things because there definitely would be some spoilers in those things. So, let us right, know if that's something you want. If somebody hasn't read the book that we're referencing, then it's just, like... yeah just wasted like three minutes yeah. of their time so yeah help us out give us some ideas um yeah but i guess with that we're gonna go ahead and jump into episode 25 it's 25 right i'm 90 yeah. percent sure of should be the tome travelers The synopsis. So, Red Rising. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. Love these books. I've only read the first three. Um, I want to start the next three after we do this. But we jump in, we get our prologue, and we hear Darrow talking. And uh, he's basically like, I'm about to rain hellfire on these bitches. Like, I'm going to (laughs) make it happen. And then, but then we. it brings us into his life as far as like when he's a red and um we see that he's a uh he's a driller like he's day in day out blue collar surviving making a uh, helium for a uh, helium or hydrogen it's helium helium three helium. yeah helium yeah. three he's, he's making that so that they can terraform mars to make it where the people of Earth can come and uh, live on top of Mars. Uh, we also also get introduced to uh, two other colors uh, that we know of: silver and gold. Uh, are not so? Is it silver? Gray. 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 We get introduced to gray and gold. Um, so there's two different other colors, and it's kind of like uh, they're sh- all have their different jobs. So like reds are like the miners, grays are like the policemen, and then golds are like the uh, leaders politicians yep um and then basically we just get an intro to his life and then we see him and his wife uh, break a rule and then uh she really breaks a rule and there's consequences to that um and so what did y'all think really sad right out (laughs) yeah yeah no cap um i have two thoughts my first thought is I get some serious District 12 Hunger Games vibes. Like, that, like, the revolution, the song, like, all that. Uh, my second thought, and this is, this might be, this is probably just a me thing. I'm not a huge fan of the first person, first present, person tense. present tense. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. well, 
Okay, so speaking of this reminding you of another book, uh, this reminds me of Elric of Melnabone uh, by Michael Moorcock so fucking much. Like, yeah. right out the gate, it's it's like damn near one-to-one, except that Elric was always royalty. He didn't have to, like, rise up the ladder, but he has the whole, like, downtrodden, like, fuck all these people and all this pretentious bullshit. Like, it, lots, lots of influence there, I think. It's also first person present tense. Uh, yeah. Interesting. So this has been this book has been uh compared to Hunger Games a lot, especially y'all will see even further into the book. Um I think it's way better than Hunger Games. But uh, I guess that's a personal um, Yeah, those books it, it, slapped when we were teenagers. I don't know it? if they hold up, but Yeah. Very good. Um But yeah, I just the 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 first person present tense thing, I, I don't know. I think I just like having like a distinct narrator mm-hmm. who is like inside of the thoughts of the person instead of it being like constantly I think this or I see this. I'm I do this. Um maybe that's just a me thing though. But what pisses me off is I started off not really I was like not vibing with it at all. And then by the end of it I was like, Well now I'm freaking pulled into this and now i gotta read this crap (laughs) i actually want to read this crap because of that freaking ending i was like what um so yeah you got me dylan yeah well so that's one reason that i did it the way i did because it was like there wasn't really so unless we just did the prologue there wasn't really a good spot to stop yeah Yeah. huge calm from dylan right here um and i think that where i'm had y'all stop was what really because before that it's just like Oh, we're we're trying to get this laurel and like mm-hmm. there's no there's no um like you said there's nothing to draw oh, you in there's no there's no substance really it's just like backstory almost yeah um and so it's like and then that that first death hits and then that second death hits and it's like okay now I gotta it's see like, what's going what? on <laughs> yeah. yeah especially because it was first person present tense and right. then it's just like yeah. right. well and that's I, what so like yeah. We were we were on the, we just did our Patreon episodes and I was talking about uh, uh, emotion like feeling emotional for these characters and I, and I happened to be reading this at the same time and I was like man it's so easy to compare that because it's like with this, especially the first person present tense like you feel those emotions when he sees Eo die yeah I was then... gonna say the the one thing I like about first person just generally is uh, it feels a little bit more like you're flying by the seat of your pants you know. Yeah. Like you're in the the kind of shit with the character, mm-hmm. like as they're realizing things, you realize things. So it it just it, there's like motion to it. It's like more kinetic, you know. Yeah. I don't know how to put it into words even, but it, it just feels. I can pick more up what you're putting down. Fast. Yeah. 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 I I actually like it. I I and I that's coming. Y'all both know I love narrators, especially like um uh where it's like pat like it's the narrator's the character but they're they're speaking yeah. from the future i, lo- yeah. I love that books yeah but um this Close. really yeah, yeah. Like, yeah this this really didn't bother me like i i really enjoyed this book and like i didn't honestly i didn't even notice that it was in first person present tense until y'all said so. but like i mean i i noticed like subconsciously pro- mm-hmm. probably but it wasn't a forethought that as i was reading it's um, definitely it's definitely interesting because like with books that are like first person but they're speaking from the future you know that they survive right so it's yeah. like yeah. so it's like all right i know they're chilling 
we legitimately did not know what was going to happen and it happened you know yeah. uh, i we can we can spoiler it because if you haven't read up to the end of part 1 then what are you doing but like freaking him dying at the very end i was like we're really gonna get like attached to this character and then just like <laughs> like the thing is like sanderson yeah in the first episode or first chapter of way of kings he gets us attached to this tiny little character who's new on the battlefield that just wipes him out he doesn't do that with all of part one like i was just like yeah. huh so, so um what did y'all think about the society so far as far as like the laurel and then like it's rigged and then um eo's way of like uh, um rebellion and then darrow just being okay with things and then well it, i gotta say it doesn't make a ton of sense to me yet why she decided to martyr herself what her her motivation was yeah like i, I get it she wants them to be free and like she sees them all as slaves but like i feel i feel like there maybe wasn't a ton of context for that but yeah. this book is also kind of short and it seems like it moves pretty quick yeah, it does move really uh, quick. And, like, I can buy into it, like, g several generations of people dying in their 20s and 30s, like, harsh con living conditions, and, you know, I can buy into the fact that just one, like, really smart girl was like, oh, this system's fucked, fuck this whole thing, like, yeah. we, gotta, we gotta fix this. I, I can get that, but... Um, so, that there's clues... It just felt a little rushed. Yeah. Well, okay, so there's clues to why... Um... Yeah, there's clues to why, like, all of a sudden she she jumped the gun on it, but, um... I kind of just assumed that finding that garden had something to do with it. So what do you think she whispered to Dio as she was dying? I don't... Who's Dio? Her sister. She called... Remember, she called her sister up there, and, uh, Darrow okay. was... Darrow was, uh... Uh, upset that he didn't or she didn't call him yeah uh i have no idea honestly i, I need to start reading the the text because the audiobook I, the the dude's voice is cool and all but their recording equipment was ass yeah i really enjoyed reading the physical more than yeah. i did the audiobook yeah I'm... yeah i'm struggling to understand the audiobook sometimes mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, there there are clues to why she kind of jumped the gun on it, but it is a lot of, like you said, um, most of them don't live past their, their 30s, uh, yeah. early 30s. Um, that's why Narrow, the uncle, is such a, like, huge character, because it's like he's made it that long, so it's like... Mm. Um, he's like a respected figure. Right, and then it's like, basically, they work all day in and out, and, like, the wives and stuff, it, you know, it talks about how they have to go to the gammas and beg for just essentials and some of them have to sell their bodies and all sorts of stuff and um yeah basically like it's not a good situation down there and when she finds that garden she knows you know that's part of it and also i believe uh i think you'll find that out in the next but yeah there there are subtle clues as to to other reasons why like she sings the song and jumps the gun on it um and yeah. then You'll find out more. I'm sure. Day. I'm sure they'll be more apparent to us once we finish this, or as we go yeah. more, yeah. more forward. Well, with it. and so like one of the biggest reasons she gives though is that she knows that Darrow can make a difference, mm -hmm. but 
he's not going to unless something happens. And so she he's makes definitely he's definitely um down with the sickness. He's like, guys, I'm just gonna do my job. You should just yeah. do yours. Yeah, we're he's basically like we're part of the society, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's buying well, into I mean, he's buying into the Kool Aid, and yeah. I get it. I mean, I really like that perspective. Like, um, uh, you know, somebody who does blue collar labor, like you, you have to have something that you take a lot of pride in to like Mm -hmm. prop up your self-esteem because you're getting fucking stepped on all the time. So like, you know, I, I can definitely sympathize with that viewpoint where he's like, I'm just going to be the best fucking hell diver that's ever lived. And that will be where like, that'll be my point of pride. That'll be what I hang my hat on. Yeah, and like fuck everything else. As long as I'm perfect at this, I can feel good about myself. Yeah, that that because, is a very real thing. Right. That and also he actually believes that he's helping terraform Mars. Yeah. For for so people, people can come yeah. live there, and he like he feels like he's like a he's saving a difference. People. Yeah, he's making a difference. Right. So going off that, where do you think we're gonna go from? <laughs> What do you think happens after? Dude, I don't know. Does he actually die? Does he? I don't know. Okay, well, here's my thought. Right. Because I really liked the quote that they started off the book with. The, on Mars, there's not much gravity, so you have to pull the feet to break the neck. They let the loved ones do it. Well, Eo's dead, so who pulls his legs? Uh, His uncle. Remember, because his brother started to, and his uncle pushed him out of the way. Oh, yeah, I must have zoned out out of like shock, but yeah, um, um, but I was gonna say there's no one left to love him, so he just doesn't. I don't think maybe he dies, or maybe he dies and like we go to some weird afterlife thing. I don't know where this book could go. <laughs> well, like, presumably there's like nanite healing and like advanced medical technology, and like where do the golds come from? You know, like, how are the golds selected? Is it just a caste system, or do they pick people? Right, because if they pick people, then maybe he gets picked. They kill him, like, as a demonstration of, like, you should be obedient to all of his people, and then res him and throw him in with the golds, because he was exceptional in some way. Because he was down with the sickness. Yeah, because he was down with the sickness. I don't know, maybe... Maybe. Uh, so, um, speaking of quotes, there's a lot of really like there's some bangers in this book <laughs> and the next book. So, like one of the, one of the ones I love is it's one of the first quotes. It's like I I was happy or I was happy with peace, and then my enemies brought me war or something like that. Uh, I think that's in the opening credits. Yeah, it's like at the beginning. Uh... I like the uh, the imagery of like him having to drill into these tunnels, like creating these tunnels and having gas yeah. pockets everywhere, and the uh, pit vipers. Thought that was really mm-hmm. cool. Reminded me of. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched a bunch of the like insider business videos on YouTube where it's like oh, yeah. um, palm kernel oil and like bananas and like this is how people in you know blah blah country do blah blah a bit of agriculture 
yeah. and uh, the shit's always horribly dangerous. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, especially the palm kernel oil. Uh, the palm trees that grow these the oil palms, they're like sixty feet tall, and cobras nest in the fruits. So these dudes will shimmy up the trees with harnesses made out of bark with a tool made out of a green piece of wood with a with an axe head just strapped onto it and that's what they use to knock the fruits down and if a cobra jumps out at you you just got to kill it with your handmade axe Jeez. and try not to fall off the fucking tree so what did you reminded me of well so going on right off to that like he at one point you know he gets uh, i think it's his leg stuck and he's talking about how his uh his scythe he said, I got told when I was young, this would save my life at the cost of a limb. Yeah. What do y'all think about that? I thought he was just going to slice his foot off. Yeah. I'm wondering, and then, uh, then like he just hacked his... 27 hours? Just... Yeah. Yeah. I was about to be real impressed with how fucking cold the 16-year-old was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's what they've grown up knowing, you know? It's um, Yeah. They, like, they see people all the time with missing limbs because they got stuck or whatever. Yeah, it's normalized. It's normalized. Um, yeah, so anything else y'all want to talk about? We kind of talked where y'all think it's going to go. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he's, I mean, clearly he has to end up with the golds yeah. at some point because of the opening credits, right? So I think I think he does the martyrdom thing same way his wife did, basically, and uh, then gets rezzed. So what? One more kind of interesting thing that happened that I don't know if y'all picked up on, but it talks about, you know, there's the monitors, the TVs around mm -hmm. that are always on the same thing and never go out. And then he's talking about how they start to go out. They start to go out and they keep playing uh, EO's song. Yeah. Is that the terrorist group, maybe? Okay. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Presumably. Oh, so maybe they swoop in and rescue him. And yeah. then put him in as like a like a spy, double agent kind of thing. Ooh. Could see that. But, I now, I, I hope y'all enjoy this one as much as I do, because I, I love these books. Like, I, I've been reading them, like, I finished the first three, like, super quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting so far. Yeah. Um, so where are we reading to for next episode? So we are reading to uh, part three, chapter twenty-eight. That's three. Part yeah. So three. we'll read. We'll, we'll read through chapter twenty-eight. So we'll stop at. Uh, so like you'll get to twenty-nine and you'll stop. Right. Word. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Yep. Did you set us up for a big cliffhanger? Mm, not necessarily a cliffhanger, something but... Something good to discuss, probably. Something good to discuss. Um, okay. We, uh, we want to jump into our TBRs real quick, because it's been a while. Been a, yeah, it's been a while. I've read a decent amount of stuff here. I can, I can go first. Um, I, I think... I don't think I had finished it last time we've talked. I finished Mistborn finally. That's why the answer to my question was Kelsier. Um, and then I've also started Secret Project 4, which is the Sunlit Man. 
and I'm about halfway through that. And any Stormlight Archive fan needs to read that book because it is, I don't think it's spoilers to say this, it is Sigzel in the future. So. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. It's really good. Yeah, I, I need to order it while I'm home. It's so good. No. Um, but yeah, Reading anything I, else? Um, I don't think so. Once I finish Sunlit Man, I think I'm going to try and finish the Elantris graphic audio. <laughs> just because I need to, I just want to finish it. But I'll be honest, it's it's rough. I love you, Sandy, but it's rough. <laughs> That's me. Um, Mine's short. I'm reading um, The Burning Light, Little Peek Behind the Curtain. I did not read three books in one day. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm on the Burning White, and God, if you got anybody who liked the first two books, it just gets better. It just gets better. Um, still working on uh, the Wheel of Time, <clears throat> like 15 minutes a day. I read a little bit of that, and then Codex Alera, book two, still halfway through it, reading like five pages a week of it at this point. Mostly just because Lightbringer has sucked up so much of my time. So 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 good. Um, I've been I've been all over the place. And I read that I talked about. How I read the first book, the Powder Mage trilogy. I remember you mentioned. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that's the one I ended on. So I've read uh, I read the first Dark Tower. Um, so I I really wanted to read those. I want to read those for a long time. Um, I thought you read those in middle school and high school. I started the first book in high school, but I didn't get very far. Um, oh, okay. Something else came out at the time, and I jumped into reading it. I had to like take it back to the library. So, um, but I actually finished it this time, and um, have a lot of sleep and a clear, open head <laughs> because it's <laughs> it's like kind of trippy, kind of deep. <laughs> um, you definitely don't want to be like, I, so I was working nights. I was half asleep, like, just making up energy drinks. And I'm like, so they're like. Trying to keep up. I, I was I was halfway keeping up, but at the same time, I was like, man, I'm too tired for this. <laughs> but, uh, and then I jumped into this, uh, this lit RPG novel uh, called Dungeon Crawler Carl. Um, and it was just uh, super fun. Super fun. Basically, um. So, like, basically aliens, like, run the, the universe and, like, they set planets up for, um, like, this money-making scheme where they, uh, when you're, they're, you're, like, your planet's ready, they come down and they make this, um, like, uh, game show. Um, and so, basically, they come to Earth and they uh, kill, like, most, like, not, like, 90% of the population or something. And then the rest of them go into this... Um, like underground uh labyrinth type thing and they make a game show out of it they televise it across the universe and stuff and it's about this guy that is chasing his cat um and ends up in one of these tunnels to go into the the labyrinth and uh, gets put on this game show and basically like his cat becomes where it can talk and think and like they're arguing all the time and it's super fun super funny um they go on like uh like uh 
like talk shows and stuff and it's and they're just trying to survive and he's like why are y'all making me do this i'm just trying not to get fucking killed but yeah it's it's super funny and super fun um and then i finished uh the first two books of the uh of blood and bone so uh time of blood time of dread which is the um john the second series yeah. yeah john gwen the second series to uh the faithful and the fallen super good um which faithful and fallen was super good so i'm not surprised i think i like faithful and the fallen more but um i i, I still really enjoyed these books i feel like he might have had to rush them a little more it feels well, like they're it's a little between they're between faithful and the fallen and shadow of like the gods. Hung, hunger of the gods and shadow of the gods yeah. right yeah yeah well yeah. so is, is that the case or is hunger of the gods and shadow of the gods a prequel i have no idea i don't know I haven't read. I them, want to but say it's in TV the TV same TV. world, but later. Right. So what I've heard is, is I've heard that I've heard Hunger of the Gods and Shadow of the Gods though are better than both these. Yeah, like that's I heard what I've it, heard you know. too. Yeah, that's what I heard. So once I finish this third book, I'm probably going to jump into that, and then um, obviously I've read the first uh, three books in the Red Rising series. So word. That's where I'm at. Um, Dylan's out here on the grind. <laughs> well, it's been what? It's been. Four weeks. Yeah, it's three been weeks. about a month. A little peek behind the curtain. Yeah, a little peek behind the curtain. It's been yeah, three we had to get that weeks. Patreon content going. We did. Yep. Um, um. Uh. Well, everyone, thanks for uh, watching or listening. Uh, make sure you share, like, subscribe, or follow on your preferred platform. We're on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and now Patreon. And so you can get all of our content on Patreon as well as bonus episodes, early access to episodes, um, and, and special Discord rules and fun things like that. So also make sure you check out our TikTok. It's at the to or at Tome Travelers Pod. Um, and you can leave some YouTube comments or join the Discord and get in a discussion with us. So we will see you all next episode for 